0: Jump the Shark is sponsored by Charterhouse Real Estate. Charterhouse can help you save thousands when you sell, and we can help you buy your next home as well. Google Charterhouse to see hundreds of great reviews or learn more about us at charterhouseiowa.com. Now here is the show.
1: I can feel it all the way down in my plums.
0: I, know, I, oh. <laughs> I love it. I need a dollar, dollar, dollar,
1: that's what I need. Well, I need a dollar, 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 that's what I need. Said I need a dollar, 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 that's what I need. And if I share with you my story, would you share your
0: Why are we playing that, Ross? That no damn reason whatsoever. Hey, hey. Just, just yeah,
1: I don't know. I don't care. I like it. It feels
0: good. Uh, like sounds good. Yeah, it's sunny out. Feels like... pops in my ears. Feels like spring. It does, yeah. It is upon us, you know? Isn't it amazing how much it changed from we live <laughs> in the Arctic and we're all polar bears? <laughs> it's nine below. To... D- Nobody does the no-co things like Iowans as soon as you get a glimpse of warmth.
1: I uh, I didn't see it, but I know it happened. I told the boys last week when it was 9 below, I said next Wednesday when it's— and it's Thursday today, but next Wednesday when it's, uh, uh, you know, 40 degrees— People are going to be driving around with the tops down. There's going to be convertibles riding. You did you did say that. I didn't see it, but I know what happened. I know what well, no, happened. Well, no,
0: you said there'll be motorcycles out. And, and, like, Nate and Nate someone's like, like yeah, yeah, probably on the east side maybe. Yeah, be and and then, yeah. Out. the
1: fact that there's so much sand and stuff on the road, that was Nate's like, yeah, not good motorcycle driving weather. He's Makes driving. it a
0: little dangerous. And
1: you don't drive a motorcycle. Yep. You, you ride it.
0: You know what we need? What? You and I, we need some listings, man. And I don't say that as a, uh, as a sign of weakness. As in, nobody will hire us, Ross. We're undesirable. I'm not saying that. It's like, man, this market's crazy. I realize you don't have perspective on it because you're so new. You haven't stained your undies yet. You know what I mean? Yep. But holy crap, dude. People, I think people generally have interest in the market, what's going on around them in the metro. If they're from the metro, I know we got some out-of-state listeners. But the inventory right now is just ridiculously low.
1: So I have a, I've got a nice one that's going to be going up um, in Copper Creek around maybe 320, something like that. That'll happen probably early next week and we want to meet with them tonight. Um, I'm working with some buyers that are, are upgrading and then we're going to be, once they find the their next home, we're going to be selling their home, which is over by where, where John just sold one in Clive yeah. on Rio Valley, which is... a Really cool
0: little. I mean, we're 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 getting them and we're selling them. That's the thing is
1: they are uh, they they fly off so fast and that's why we're waiting to put this one on the market until they find their house. We'll write a subject to sale offer.
0: We'll sell theirs. I just sold another another one about five minutes before we started. Got the. That's why you played the I need data data. That's twenty five hundred bucks that we make. We're idiots, right? That's what the world tells us. Idiots for doing it. I prefer to think that we're helping people. But, um, but no, there's a moral to this story because I know people that do listen to this actually call us to sell their homes. Uh, we need your homes. If you've thought about it now, (laughs) if you're thinking about selling, now's a great time to do that and, uh, probably get a good offer and probably sell it fast and definitely save a lot of money with us versus somebody else. Yeah. So, um, stay tuned by the way, because, uh, I have a feeling that I, I'm going to throw out a random number, 90% of our audience also listens to your radio show
1: okay would you disagree with that i have no idea man i really don't i it seems right I probably guess. probably
0: sure. um i don't but know we, we got we got Inside. some we that got seems, that seems like a real high number i'll be honest uh, think okay there's well, only whatever the, we got some plans to be putting some ads on your uh radio station yes soon. we do that's right soon that's right some charter house stuff will be back on. well the that's
1: air. that's funny because if you listen to my radio show you hear a lot of other realtors on the air
0: yeah are we allowed to talk about how that makes you feel or no I don't want to, I don't want to get in trouble or anything. I mean, yeah, I don't think
1: it I, I, it. I think it would be obvious to everybody how it would. Can I give you? Can I give you not, my opinion? Yeah,
0: on it. Just my opinion. Sure. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so that blow your socks off? No, it doesn't blow my socks off. Uh, I don't doesn't like I it. I don't. It? I don't. I don't like it because I have. Uh, it. It. To. To me. My opinion only. Ross mm. is not speaking here. This is mm. Mark speaking. Uh, you've been at that station a long time. Yeah radio station in the building whatever for 15 plus years i mean
1: i'm going on 18 this year
0: 18 years so you have relationships you've got friendships of varying degrees you got all this and suddenly we start hearing people that i would think are your buddies your friends pitching for other people and now now let me let me let me say it i'm gonna gonna say it in a fair way i have to jump in there at some point i know okay i know i know um I don't blame those people who Sean Remain nameless <laughs> for wanting for wanting to make money, right? right. It's a job. Right. Okay. Don't blame do. I don't blame them for that. Yeah. My hope would have been how I would have done it if I was in those positions. Is said, I've got an opportunity to go make a few extra bucks by shilling for this real estate group or this real estate agent or whatever. But I know you're in the business, Ross, and you're trying to get going and you've got a good product going and, and it's going to be a little bit confusing maybe to our audience that I'm pitching for this pe- person. And then you're on the show talking about, well use me, et cetera. In a perfect world in Mark's world, they should have come to you and said, can I do it for you? How do you feel about this? Ross? Is there a way to make this work for everybody? Uh, those things don't happen. Yeah. People choose the money, which there's plenty of people listening to say, Fine. Right, right, and I'm one of them. Right, <laughs> I, 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 I wish, I wish for your sake it would have gone down a different I, way. I However, can appreciate that. We're gonna fight fire with fire.
1: I, I can appreciate that, Mark. And you know this because I've done this with you. I think we've talked about this on the air before. That's how I always handled things like this. Bruno is one of my best friends. Hey, uh, KK,
0: will you tell them to quit yelling? Come on, guys, quit over doing there. I mean, they're over literally there. yelling right now. It's unbelievable. Can you? We use normal it's voices fine. over there.
1: You guys trying to make money back there?
0: We're at the office, obviously. You guys are yelling, and you're three feet away from each other. Just talk. Jeez. All right, Bruno. Uh,
1: Whenever there's an opportunity that arises for there to be an endorsement with another bar, that's the first phone call I make I say, hey, uh, my relationship's more important than this opportunity. I've done that to you when we've had, before I worked here, many years before I worked here, you and I became friends. And then we had some other realtors that came in and had us do remotes and things like that. You'd be the first phone call I'd make. Say, hey, I'm going to do this thing. Just want you to hear it from me. Or, first of all, if, you're, if it's going to affect our friendship, sure. I'll say no to this opportunity. Yep. Um, that, but I, I shouldn't have started there because that makes it seem like I, I, I feel like that should have happened. It's not the case. The, we, we live in a business that is a business where you are a gun for hire. Mm -hmm. It's what we are. We've always been that, right? Yep. Um, you, what you said, Mark. that That I feel that. I mean, it. That there is a thing that it's like. Dang, man. I gave a lot. I give a lot and gave everything for a long time to that place and the, and the people in that building. And it does feel at some point when, if I were to assume the worst motives, yeah, I could assume, I would assume the sa- worst
0: motives would be they intentionally s- staring people away tor- from me and
1: torpedoing my, yeah. my, my, my endeavor here. Yeah. I don't, I don't, and I'm, I've, we've talked about this. I don't assume those worst motives because that's a bad, bad place to sure. start and go. Yep. So here's what I, here's the, here's the best motive other realtors knew that I was going to make a mark and I was going to be successful and that my my persona on the radio station was going to help me. And they saw it as just, because it's a business, it's a shark, eat shark world. Mm -hmm. And they saw that as an opportunity to kind of jump on or- or curtail some of that success right yeah. and 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 that's so i'm telling myself that they were so worried about the force that i was going to be in real estate yeah. that they started spending money on the radio station which is a good thing for me also i mean that sure. because if if my you know that gives me a little bit of job security at the radio station if my bosses are looking around going oh man as soon as peterson's off the air are these other people going to going to realize? Yeah, going to stop chasing that dollar. Which I don't think that's the
0: case. But you're saying the station doesn't revolve around you. No. Oh.
1: no. And the minute you start to think that is the day that they walk you out the door and show you otherwise.
0: But regardless of all of that, um, we'll find out. It's not uh, definitive yet, but we have a plan to start uh, throwing throwing some of our own stuff. Right. Right. Put some charter house stuff out there. Stuff into out there the ether. That. I
1: think that's a good idea. But no, Mark, it doesn't like. It, and you know me well enough to know this. First of all, I don't—I I don't take too many things personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a forgiving guy. If, even if I do feel like you've—you've—you've you, you've, you've wronged me, I'm gonna forgive you pretty quickly. I don't see any point in holding
0: grudges. Some of them are fun. bro. I would mean, i wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't, do, t- I wouldn't do totally are, roll them are,
1: out. They are for—they are for you because you've got a different vibration. For, man, for me, I, it, for not, me, it gives me an edge. It's like not it. for me, and, and I. I like the edge. I like that. You've seen that in me too, right? I like having that fire, and I like having that edge that pushes me and drives me, but I don't let it get, I don't let it try to ruin yeah. any relationships. You know me well enough know.
0: to know I'm pretty divided, though. Like, yeah. There's pretty. There's a pretty stark line, like, uh, you're sitting here, KK's sitting here, she's not on, but she's sitting here doing her work. Um, doing your work. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good good catch. <laughs> Looks good though. She got a lot of sticky notes out and she's scrolling through her phone. She's doing something. So she's but anyway, shopping right now. She's
1: shopping. But oh wait, is she on oh, Amazon she's doing, again? She's doing taxes. She's, oh. <laughs> so
0: so anyway, uh it is I think you know me well enough and, and you know some people that I don't care for, Ross. You've certainly been privy to that. Where I'm just I kind of see it as black and white a little bit in that like, man, you're in. Like, you're in, Ross. You're in my group. You're in my club. I'm showing up when you need me.
1: And then when you're out, you're out.
0: Or you're out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And you're like, you're more of the, oh, let's, you know, it's all get along. And let's whatever. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to get along. I don't want to get along with that person.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's.
0: Uh, um, I don't want to get along with that TF.
1: Yeah, this is. Uh, Ross knows what TF is, and that's all that matters. <laughs> with it, this is one of those things that I just. I don't like going to bed at night knowing that I've got a grudge or a, or a fight out there or something like that. It, it bothers me. That stuff keeps me up at night. So it just se- feels like you just let it go. I, I sleep like gotta, a, I sleep like a baby. I know you do, and I, I'm impressed by that. You sleep better than <laughs> I do, and I'm the one that claims to let all this stuff go and, and, yeah. and let it be. Maybe you should start be. holding some grudges, man. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. But no, I don't. The, as I, far d- as I doing, do, for
0: the record, though. I do hope that over time, maybe they will resolve themselves. That doesn't mean I'm running out to seek it out now or, or, uh, it's certainly not keeping me up at night. Yeah. But maybe an opportunity in the future presents itself. I'm not like that person's dead to me forever for the rest of time. Uh, but for now, screw them. That's the way I feel. Screw yeah.
1: I, you know, and I just, I don't get to the screw part of it. There are, there are very few people in my life that I have just kind of like, uh, washed out of it and said okay, no, I, don't, I don't need this anymore, so I'm not going to have them around. Um I don't know, man. I like having those bridges. I like having those connections and those networks. Um and I and like this stuff. I've been through every emotion, I think, Mark, maybe every emotion with the in the last year with my employment at the at the
0: radio station yeah. where I've I have gone from giving a small box for your belongings.
1: It, seriously, seriously, yeah. straight out of the movies. Well, what, what I actually did that day was had, I, I didn't, I wasn't going to carry my own stuff out. If they wanted my stuff out, they could carry it out.
0: See, I'm proud of you. See, that was a little yeah. bit in that, that moment. Was, that was, was a little bit of a grudge. That man, was a little I'll bit. Of, you, you see that bridge over there? I tell yeah, you, I'm going to take the sledgehammer and start, hammering the crap out of it to knock that thing down. I went
1: about 50% east side that day, yeah. and I held back. I like I'm, really, have I'm, really, glad. Your- I'm really, really glad I held back because I would have burned that bridge that, w- that brought me back then the next day yeah. and let me for this last year continue to do that thing that I love doing so much. So um, I don't, uh, you know, I, I, if Channel 8 came to me and said, hey, Ross, we want you to talk about how great our our newscasts are, I don't think it's a great example. I don't think Murph and Andy would would see it as a personal shot. You know, I don't think they would see it as oh my gosh. But Ross, the argument would be, do they directly like benefit us. from
0: that? Right? Well, yeah. We're okay. talking in your thing. It's like every time that bleep says, call bleep, right? We're talking about thousands of dollars. It's going into bleep's pocket instead of Ross's pocket, right? That's, right? Absolutely. There's there's a direct correlation. Yeah, and that part I'm like. Ah, oh, that feels disloyal and to I mean, me. I yeah,
1: know you, you are, uh, you're much more in tune to this than I am right now. I'm looking at it as I'm doing well. I'm selling houses. Yeah. I'm helping people. Taking the high road. I'm, absolutely. And I'm going to continue to do that because, you know, they say that, uh, nice guys finish first in the end. I just got to wait yeah. for the end.
0: Well, it'll, it'll, <laughs> it, so it'll, oh, wait, wait, it's nice guys finish last. So no, where will where we'll leave it is it'll bother me for you. Okay. But, appreciate it. How about that? It doesn't have to bother you at all. Um, there's a couple topics I wanted to talk about. Okay. Uh, to preview these because you're in the radio business, aren't right? you supposed to preview things? Sure. I don't know if any one of these two things will pique people's interest, but um, I'm interested in talking about, generally speaking, the, this crypto space that's all the rage these days. I'm not just talking about Bitcoin. And uh, the other one is, I don't think we did this on the last show. We both watched a documentary since we last met that I wanted to give out. Yes, this is so good. And, and talk to people. We'll get to the documentary. But um, have you followed... Do you know what NBA Top Shot is? Do.
1: Yes, I'm I'm pretty familiar with it. I think I have an understanding of it. I don't know if I can... Uh, uh, I, I don't know if I could give you as... The, I think I understand. As the, 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 the
0: premise of this fascinates me. And it's linked to Crypto and blockchain, yeah, yeah, and when you start talking about blockchains, that's where like it starts to get way above my pay grade. Yep. I'm like, okay, that's for smart people, right? But essentially, what NBA Top Shot is for people that have never heard about it or might care, is they're, they're video clips that you collect in the same sense that you would collect a physical basketball card. So it's done by a, a company called Dapper Labs in partnership with the NBA and they will release these limited clips. Now a, a, a common card, right? We used to say commons all the time when we collected cards, right? Those yeah, are the right. ones worth three cents. Yeah.
1: When you got the Indians catcher, Bo Diaz, you, that you was got a common, those, that's a common card. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, uh, so Philly, Philly's second baseman, Randy Reddy. That's yeah. a common card.
0: Yeah. Ron say for the Cubs. <laughs> so it was, um, so they release uh, commons up to a certain number, right? So it's 15,000. So, when they release a new set of packs, they call them packs. And even if you go on the website, it looks like there'd be a physical pack of cards. There's not. You go and you buy your quote unquote pack. And what you open is, I think in most packs, it's five or six video clips. Links
1: to video clips. So this
0: is all done on the computer. Okay. You click play and it is a, uh, it's a Marcus smart shooting a three-pointer against the uh, Timberwolves, right? And there's a serial number for that pick. So you've got uh, number 7582 of 15,000. Okay, that is, that is now your card. There's only one of those at that specific number made. And then you open up your next card, and it's uh, whoever doing whatever.
1: Are they all current players?
0: All, so current, all okay. current players so, so far. No. I'm sure they'll do a Legends thing yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But these are live action clips, right? These are taken directly from games. That's happened in the last year, I believe. Now, they have different differing um, models of this. They've got the commons, but then they've got another set that's more, they even call it rare. Okay, so maybe these are only numbered up to 75. There's only 75 of them. So if you happen to get a rare one of Zion Williamson, okay, that's going to be considered a really good card compared to the common. The whole point of this though is how do you how do you possess them? How do you how do you trade them? How do you do whatever, right? That's where the blockchain comes in. Well, there's so you possess them, but you only possess them in the sense that you would possess a, a photo on your own computer, right? Or a video on your own computer. So what people do is it used to be about collecting. I don't think it's that way anymore. I think it's the game has changed. Now it's about value and it's about Selling them for a lot of money, if you can, etc. But the value on these things is crazy. So the common pack, by the way, is I think nine bucks. That's what they charge—nine bucks for five or six moments. So after you do this, what do you do with the cards? Well, then they have marketplace on the same website. So you go and you place your clip, okay, on the marketplace. Now, one of the, the, the to give you a perspective, one of the cheapest clips I saw the other day when I was looking was like eighteen bucks for. Uh, Valanchunas, who used to play for the Raptors, but he's a he's a nobody. He's yeah,
1: came up through the Flint Tropics.
0: Eighteen bucks. Okay, you can spend and you can buy. Now there were hundreds of his cards listed. It was eighteen bucks, nineteen bucks, twenty bucks, twenty-one bucks, whatever. But the point is, you just bought a pack for nine bucks, and now you can go sell the individual cards for more. So if you're able to get in, and there's the key because they're ex- extremely limited, which drives the entire market, is that it's hard to buy them because you're in a queue and you can't. You know, maybe you get a shot to buy them, maybe you don't. So you go and you sell them on the marketplace. I think, I don't know if this, this data is accurate or not, up, up to date. I think the highest sales so far has been 210,000. That was the case for like a John Morant or whatever. I don't, I don't remember which card it was, but 210,000. But here's the, here's the, the, the crazy thing. A couple of things, a couple of points. One, to do this whole activity, is essentially the same kind of thing as 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 mining for Bitcoin. You've heard that term mining. It takes a ton of power to do it. Literally, literally, literally. Computer power. Computer yeah. power. Right. We're talking about it. so it's not green in this era where everything needs to be green. This mining for Bitcoin and stuff is the opposite of that. And you cannot do it from this MacBook Air that's sitting here. <laughs> People that mine for Bitcoin have large, sophisticated. Um, computers rooms that rooms ra- full that, of servers that, that drain yep. energy power. So it's not it's not a good technology in that sense. That's one of the reasons people like Bill Gates claims that they have issues with things like Bitcoin. Okay, because I, mean, I, not, did, I a, didn't know that. By the it's way, it's not a green technology, right? Okay. But beyond that, and this is carried over in the art world now, Ross. You're going to go spend two hundred and ten thousand dollars on a video clip.
1: Man, somebody the, did
0: that is the thing that's like, talk about it a, a, a twist of yeah, what's happened in our society. Just,
1: it's just the next evolution. Like, like you can simplify, I, I can simplify the, the same thing down and say, dude, a guy spent millions of dollars on a tiny little piece of cardboard.
0: Yeah. Millions, with a, literally. With a picture makele, on it. Right. You know. or,
1: or the tr- speaker or the whatever. Yeah. These Honus Wagner cards. And I think Go, at
0: least people would say that's tangible. You can hold it. In your hand, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Which is some difference to what it's the exact same now. exact same
1: conversation of a quarter in Bitcoin. Yeah. Exact same conversation. Wait, wait, doesn't this thing have value because people say it has value? Isn't that what makes both of them have worth? It, well, I mean, and a you quarter- can
0: you can extrapolate this to all value, yeah. right? It, at its core, the things that should be truly valuable are food. Water. Shelter. Water. 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 Things we physically need to stay alive, right? So people talk about gold all the time. Okay, gold is valuable. The the real money is gold. Gold is the safety, right? What is gold at its core, dude? It's it's a chunk of crap that's found in the earth. Why is gold valuable? Because we said it was. Why is a dollar bill valuable? Because somebody said it was. That's all that it is, right? At the end okay, of the day, it's yeah. a, it's a rock, it's right. a piece of paper. So why does, so why so
1: these things have value, just like the just like the yeah. NBA thing? But it's like created,
0: right? Right. It's not water has value because we have to have it, right? It has it has <laughs> no. value on its own. No clothing has value, Mark.
1: They have they have value because people are willing to pay for them. They don't. They don't intrinsically because, because water. They have to have water. Them, does not intrinsically have a value to it. Gold does not intrinsically have a value. They these, they have value because there's a demand for them. That's it. That's Correct. That's, that's what makes it.
0: Yeah, but there's a there's a same thing th- with the, there's a reason for the demand, and the demand is we need it. What's we I mean, have I mean, to have I mean, it.
1: There's not. Mark, you just walk through it. There's not always a reason for the demand. There's no reason for gold to be a demand. There's a yeah. There's no reason. We you want it. That's it. There's yeah. no reason. There's just a one. And yeah, so there, it's, not a, it's not a universal thing of like the, the necessity is what's going to drive the market of it, you know?
0: Did you follow the, there's, a, there's an art show called Art Basil that takes place every year in Miami. Mm. This was a story last year. I think it was last year where a guy spent, I'm not sure what it was. It was hundreds of thousands for a, a, a banana taped to the wall.
1: Yes, I remember seeing this story, but I don't know the details of it besides that. I mean, that.
0: You should, you'd should you be interested in this. You should yeah. read this story, but this guy, this artist, tapes takes a regular banana and two pieces of duct tape yep. and duct tapes it to the wall. But the key thing is, it's, it's like what the art was. The art was not the banana because somebody came along and ate the banana. You know, I think they took it off the wall and ate it, right? And they're like, well, they destroyed the art. No, they taped another banana up to the wall. The art that that person was buying was the right to duct tape a banana to a wall. And that, that is the art. They like, they own that art now. (laughs) Cool. Forever. Good. Good And I'm like, there's just some, there's some things in the world. Like, I think we can wrap our brains around. Okay, Ross, that house is a million dollars. Why is it a million dollars? because it's big and because it's beautiful and it's got a great view and like whatever, like our, our human brains can wrap around these things, right? It becomes much harder to do so when it becomes about a banana with some duct tape on it and people are willing to pay hundreds of thousands or artwork goes for millions and millions and millions or sports cards go for millions or things you can't even hold NBA video clips. You can go get the same clip by finding the game and watching it, saying, "I own the clip now." Look, there's the clip. That's that's the actual game. And what happened? Someone said, "Well, that's worthless." This clip over here, though, uh, Mark, has a I, lot of value. I
1: don't. I'm not sure where you're going here, dude. I really don't know what what you're looking for. The, uh, are you? We
0: don't. We don't need a solid answer. That, this is a discussion show.
1: All right. So are you? But I don't understand what you, what the discussion is. I guess. Are you trying to say that blockchain is is, is well, it's, it's I don't understand what you're doing. It's
0: the future. That's Bitcoin. As but much just, as we want to fight it, you just
1: spent a couple minutes talking about how if it's not if it's not something physical and it's not tangible and it doesn't have actual value, then it won't ever. Then then it won't hold those values. But that's if then the future is these non tangible. No, in
0: in theory, in theory, nothing should hold its value. Money shouldn't hold its value. You know, the money that we have in our pockets,
1: and why has gold held its value for five? Thousand years because somebody
0: decided it should. No,
1: it's not somebody. It's not some. The Fed wasn't like a person. Federal Reserve. And the Federal Reserve, by the way, took us off the gold standard, right? Uh, So that yeah, we got removed from it. Nixon. Nixon did that. So yeah, it's not. It's not a person. There's not a boogeyman. There's not a. There's not one guy. It wasn't Alan Greenspan that decided this was going to be the case. Yeah. We as a people have decided that diamonds. Same thing. This thing that's plucked out of the earth that are not rare. And 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 then the, you control the supply of it, and you control, and that's that to me. Maybe that's where you're going with some of this. Is that all of that stuff is free market? It's supply, it's demand, and if you can control one or the other, you can make a lot of money. And the NBA is brilliant at this. I mean, this is where the NBA is yeah. making their money or their cut on this. I, I don't. I'm not sure. I well, understand, this this but, will
0: be the beginning of. I think they get uh, five. Maybe they get five percent of the marketplace sales that occur. Okay, I'm sure the players get a portion of that at some point. So yeah, the NBA is brilliant, and this won't be the only league that does this. I mean, this is the first yeah, one of its kind I guarantee type. you, baseball will be the last. <laughs> That's probably true. They're not exactly uh, hip to the scene, as we would say, Ross. But ultimately, this this <laughs> you, this, this will say. be this will be, um, some derivative of this. This will be the future of. Our money. I think it might not be Bitcoin, but it'll be this blockchain stuff. It'll be there there's we talk about Bitcoin and Ethereum and some of these ones that, that are that are commonly spoken about, but there's hundreds of different types of crypto. Yeah. We can start a crypto. Yeah. Could. You know, people have started them. Dogecoin was in the news recently because Elon Musk was was tweeting about it. Dogecoin was started as a joke. Not as a serious currency, not as well, this will change the world. It was a joke based off a dog meme on the on the internet. And then enough people are like, well, what, if we all buy it together, maybe it'll start to have some real value. And it currently has a value of about five cents, right? But Bitcoin once had a value of five cents or a buck. And last I checked, Bitcoin was at $48,000 per coin. So the, the problem with Bitcoin, a couple of problems, by the way, you have some recourse in the real world if stuff happens. If you use your credit card and somebody, uses your credit card without your permission, you can usually get off the hook for those charges, right? Banks will sometimes back it up if someone takes money out of your account. As an example, we can go over today across the street to Casey's and we can buy a slice of pizza and hand them dollars, right? We can't do that with Bitcoin today. We can't do that. So that's a problem with Bitcoin. If somebody gets your password for your Bitcoin, it's gone. There is no Bitcoin police. There is no recourse for that. It's gone forever. Bitcoin is using the illicit markets big time because it's supposed to be somewhat untraceable, right? So it's huge in that world. But at the exact same time, I think Visa and Mastercard and PayPal are now saying, "Okay, we'll we'll take Bitcoin." So it's gone from the sketchy thing, what is this all about, to it is becoming more mainstream.
1: you know that uh, an NFL dude w- worked his contract to be 50% in Bitcoin? Saw that, yeah. Yeah, and I and think he's he's now one of the high, if you if you do the he has to sell it. Yeah, right. If you do the math on it, he is one of the highest paid players in the NFL now. He's a good tack he's yeah, yeah, not a scrub. He wasn't a
0: scrub at all. Offensive lineman for the Seahawks, I Smart think. Smart move. Although talk about volatility, Ross. Bitcoin yeah. last week was at 58,000 a coin and, and as down of down yesterday down. it was 48,000 right. a coin. Right, exactly. So it's hugely volatile. It's like
1: taking your it's like taking your half your payment in stock.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, but again, it's only valuable if you sell it right. and convert it to real money. So the the overall have you not realized Ross yet that the entire show doesn't have a point? None of these ever do. <laughs> I feel like I could tell you right now that what we're recording, Ross, by the way, this recording is art. And I'm only going to re- I'm only going to release I'm only going to release one of these, Ross. There's only going to be one download available. So therefore, this show is now worth ten bucks.
1: Who is the did, who's the first to download it? Your uh, is it uh, Katie? Oh, it's or always Grove. My, always my. It's wife. always Katie.
0: Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I text her. Or I'm home, Katie. I'd I, say this: sell high when I've when I've up <laughs> when I've uploaded it. I'm like it's uploaded, and she'll go and listen right away. If this is worth ten dollars right now, Katie, sell for nine to Ryan Grove. Grove would buy it. <laughs> Grove's Grove's a fan. We're gonna see Grove tonight at dinner. By the way, are are we? Is he coming? I don't know. I don't know if he's allowed to leave the house. Actually, Katie didn't like in and of itself, huh? So in and of itself, uh, which we should clarify as a movie. It's a, well, it,
1: yeah, it's a is, movie. is it? It's, a, yes, it's it's yeah, it's a show on Hulu. Yeah, it's it, a documentary. It's a drama. It's a it's a one man show. It's a it's a magic show. It's says self help. It's uh um it's a autobiography.
0: Is it fair to say in its movie format that it's unlike anything you've seen? Yes, very much so.
1: Because it's all of those things I just said. It's, uh, it's multiple performance. If, you, if you're really watching it critically, it's, it, the production of it is multiple performances over a series of
0: time. So where, th- this is essentially a one man yep, show yep, that was they, done and recorded
1: New York. over and over and over from the exact same camera angles and then obviously there's a lot of times where it kind of it does the drama thing where you can tell it's it's been shot without the audience actually there or so you get some camera tricks you get some real magic you get some sleight of hand it's but it, it's it's not a David Blaine it's much more on that Darren uh was Darren, like Darren Brown where there's it's deeper stuff than the magic that you're seeing he's explaining other things and this is a a really good story that he weaves into his story of his life um uh, it's just some allegories about life and uh fa- really fascinating one Man, of those th- I was compelled
0: by it yeah one of the things that I found the most interesting or the most uh, that was drawing me in was the storytelling aspect of it. Yeah. How he told the stories. Now this is something that if you watch this, you got to be comfortable with pauses. Like a lot of people, we just don't say anything for the next 10 seconds. They're like, uh, did, did, did it go out? Is my audio. Is my audio broken because there's pauses in this thing. Not, not like mid long, not, not
1: cast away.
0: No, no, <laughs> no. But like him kind of just looking at a wall, right. With, nothing being said. So sometimes people watch that stuff and they get really, really uncomfortable with it. They don't like the pauses at all, but there is um, you and I, and it's one of those things that's impossible to talk about it. Like, Oh, it's about this, you know, it's a car chase movie. You know, it's, it's not about one thing at all. And you watched it probably took something away from it differently than I did. It's one of those, but at the same time, it held my attention the whole time, and you and I both said that it created emotion. Yeah, no in, doubt. In both of yeah, us,
1: it, it elicited a lot of
0: emotion. A part of that times. is like, why? I mean, like yeah. you know, if you you've extrapolated that out and said, okay, well, why why did it hit Ross a certain way? Why did it hit me a certain way? I'm sure we have different answers for that.
1: Probably different times in it that it that that it hit us different things. Yeah, it is. Um, I would I I'd, I'd encourage everybody to take the time to go through it just because it was a really fascinating experience um it encourages you from the very first words to immerse yourself in it put your phone away literally set it out of set it out of reach because because you are going to have 10 second pauses in there and designed to make you think about whatever it is that you want to think about in those times and process whatever it is that you just saw and then move on and in those moments it because we live in 2021 it is really really um enticing to grab your phone in those moments and go oh gosh I don't want to see it for 10 seconds what's yeah. happening on Twitter what's happening on Facebook and then you in in just those moments of taking your eyes off the screen and taking your attention away from it you lose the experience you lose out on what it is that you are kind of going through with this performance i mean i um yeah i think that there is i think the overarching theme of it is That it's the thing that why I think it can connect to so many people is a lot of us worry about the image that others have of us or we are subconsciously caught up in trying to
0: live up to the image
1: that other people have had for us or that we have created. One of
0: the the premises, just to explain what you're saying, which is not giving this thing away, is when audience members arrive for this performance, they encounter a, a gigantic board with cards on it. That say I am, and then descriptors of those people. I am a teacher, as an example. I am brilliant. A wa- I am a wanderer. I am I'm intelligent. I am. I'm a nobody. I'm a, yeah. So all of these, right? And they're instructed to pick one, which by itself looked a little intimidating. It's like are you reading all of these, like which one would you pick? Which made me think as I was ta- thinking about um, talking about this on the show today. And this is an impossible question to ask you, but I'll do it anyway. Do you have anyone that jumps to mind for which card you'd pick, assuming it existed?
1: Oh my goodness, Mark! I hadn't thought about that at all. And that there, there are hundreds of cards that yes. are on that wall, and so there are hundreds one of them might of, have
0: been a radio host. W- I am a might radio. Been, host. Might have been
1: broadcaster. Might have been realtor. Yeah. Might have been um, you know, Mark. The one that uh, for some reason when I said wanderer, that one was one that stuck with with me on that there were a few of them in there that i'm i'm very introspective if i saw that card i'd probably grab that
0: and say that's kind of me overthinker maybe midnight toker that was one of them yeah i
1: i i would qualify as (laughs) midnight toker certainly um a good time you know there were a lot of them that i that i heard there and i went yeah and i and, and again that's part of what i took away from it that was part of what i took away from it was you you shouldn't try to define yourself by a word or one thing and because you are so much more than that thing and so i that was kind of where the way i weaved through that the entire process of this was it starts off with a brilliant line of when you're a kid everybody asks you what do you want to be when you grow up and then when you grow up people ask you what do you do which is another way of saying what have you become so True. we're all we're all kind of living in this circular logic of whatever I've accomplished, that's who I am and that's what I've become and that's, that's how the world sees me and will always see me. And it's not that at all. it, it there, there is, there's always so much more complexities to all. There's always all these little hidden tricks that are happening to make you think that you are this thing or to give you that shell of, uh, of identity whatever you're doing it to yourself, you're doing sleight of hand to trick your own brain into thinking that you are a wanderer or introspective or whatever and then you know it's funny that we we'll, a lot of times man we wear the uniform of whatever that is that we think we're supposed to be you know if you are an artist, well then maybe you're more likely to wear a vest and a and a uh, what's my little newsboy cap that my yeah. daughter thinks is my art I was cap. thinking beret as you were describing you know. That. If you, uh, it's called a what? Barrette. Oh,
0: no, not a
1: barrette. A barrette is the thing that goes in your hair and keeps your hair back. We're talking about hats.
0: The French hat. Oh. The, yeah. the beret. Yeah. I know what a barrette is, KK. I've got a daughter, okay? <laughs> yes. But, man, I,
1: I really took a, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was such a cool story that he kind of weaves in and, and all of the fun stuff that happened with it. Um, I wish I could have seen that show live. I, I, that it's something that I, that I, I wish I could have seen that play because you can tell that it elicits emotion. The people that are in that room are feeling the same things that you and I did at different times, and uh, and it's designed that way. It's really just super well done. I'd never heard of this guy. His last it name's Delgado, and it's spelled really strange too.
0: Derek. I think Der, is Derek, it Derek Delgado? Delgado? yeah
1: in and of itself really really her.
0: really talented and magician you can find and it's not it's not a magic show there, is, not. Th- there is magic in it
1: but, but he does such a good job but of it's explaining. not a do, 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 yeah, right. yeah,
0: it's not that right I mean, it's the,
1: not well you got your belt
0: the, the, <laughs> the overall the overall feeling of the, of the the movie in my opinion was you know it was it was quiet somber sounds a little dark although there's moments where it's like no doubt it's dark dark um definitely introspective though. Yeah. And I was thinking because this guy did, I don't know the exact number, but it was something like 562 shows. That's incredible. Of this. I'm like, did he have to find the emotion every single time yeah. he did it? Yeah. Because in this, he gets emotional. Yep. You know, but I, I think it's, it's as an emotional spot. Like if you think about something in your own life that's emotional, every time you think about it, do you feel that same? It reaction? wears off.
1: It wear. you are right that you you get you numb yourself to it. Well, we
0: know it is. You experience this, and you're still new to it for sure. With with your mother, yeah, but, but, but but as somebody that that had a, a family member um, die back in 2006, you know that things become you become more numb to it. You you you're like in those moments. And I know many people that probably think. I'm never going to be able to laugh again. Yeah, I'm never going to smile again. Nothing will ever be funny to me again. And what happens? You smile again. You, do, you, you laugh you're, again. You're stronger than you think. Yeah. yeah. But it takes time yep. for those things to happen. But it is on the downside to this after pitching this movie. It is on Hulu. Which I have found a lot of
1: people don't have. I thought everybody kind of had Hulu. But as I've told nah. people about this, I've discovered that's not a real common thing. It's no. It's nearly as common as I thought.
0: Yeah. So it's called In and Of Itself. Um, I think the guy's name's Derek Delgado. That sounds right to me.
1: But. I did, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't, it is something... I, I say I'd encourage everybody to watch it, but that's not true. Because we even talked about how we don't think Bensi would give a shit about this thing. Like, Bensi would make fun of us. Bensi would have it off ben in 10 minutes. would be like, you are so dumb for sitting through this i can't believe you guys you've
0: got that. no this this is the perfect way to describe this you if if you go into it, you have to be willing to take the ride and perfect. i was willing, and i was when you to- told me that, that you exactly said to me dude because i was
1: pushing back you said hey check out this documentary well i looked it up and it said drama so i screenshot it and i sent it to him like dude is this the thing it says drama you you just replied back take the journey trust me on this take the journey on this so i did i went home put the phone on the other side of the bed the kids were laying down and i immersed myself in it and i'm really glad i did
0: yeah so no obviously and hey if you listen to it or or if you watch it out there give us a tweet let us know if you liked it or not um the other documentary i wanted to mention that i've only seen one of four parts by the way not that again ross i'll just prep you with like i don't have a great take on this i'm just telling people about it uh because i wasn't all that familiar with the story but i started watching the woody allen uh, versus Mia Farrow. I, do, I haven't seen it yet, but Documentary. I've, heard, I've heard it's disturbing. What a weirdo, dude. I
1: mean, I knew when we were kids that story was oh, and out I, there. And I about just remembered, him. by the way,
0: where I'm going with this. Go okay, ahead, I, but I'm going but somewhere. I, I just remember, I
1: just, when we were kids, we all knew that he had done this weird, wicked thing, but he was still famous and he was still making movies and in movies and on David Letterman. And it was like, well, didn't this dude like adopt a girl and then sleep with her or something like that and now this married her
0: yeah oh so, oh oh okay so this is about <laughs> it's two it's twofold it's about it's about um uh, he
1: had a couple of creepy things
0: he had an adopted daughter um but, well i think mia farrow had the mia farrow uh, i don't want to screw this up but i think mia farrow the actress had this daughter okay. herself biologically and then Woody maybe me adopt her. But anyway, as she tells, the daughter tells the story, and Mia Farrow tells the story, and other people involved tell the story, Woody Allen sexually abused her for a long time. Jeez. And then on top of that, that's bad, obviously. On top of that, uh, Mia Farrow had another adopted daughter who was Asian named um, Sun Yi. And Woody Allen ends up marrying her stepdaughter, his stepdaughter. And this was well-known... Yeah. I don't know if they're still married. I have no idea. But the entire time Woody Allen's allowed to have a career. Yeah. Not shunned in any meaningful way where nope. his career went away. So you gotta wonder if like stuff like this will catch up with him now, because now we're in the the era, the Me Too movement, if you wanna call it that, where people are now more ready to believe accusers than they have been in the past. Men are being called to the carpet for the things that they've done in a way that they've never been before. But one of the things I was thinking about, cause we were talking about this the other day. I don't know that we disagreed. I like you had a different viewpoint than I did on it. We were talking about Mike Tyson. Yeah. And how Mike Tyson was in town a couple weekends ago for yeah. a, for a tennis tournament for his daughter. And you described it. And I saw photos of it. People were like getting their selfies taken and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, big deal. Mike Tyson's here, right? You know, that's a former champ of the world. And my thought was and this is always my thought is it's crazy to me how a convicted rapist yeah is so welcomed back into society and people like act like it never happened. And Woody Allen apparently Hollywood acts like nothing happened. There's nothing to see here. So I don't know where the line is where it became okay. Kevin Spacey, what he did is a big deal. He's shunned. Matt Lauer is shunned. Um, Harvey Weinstein, gone. Bill Cosby, gone, for their sins. We'll call it. In some cases, what they did might have been illegal. You know, I I don't know, but it could have been. And then on the other hand, you, and your your explanation seems to be that we love a redemption story. Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson's like, oh. It's Mike Tyson. I need a photo. I need a photo. It's like, has everybody forgotten that he raped a girl and went to prison for it?
1: And I, I, Mark, I think that there's, a, there's something, there's, there's a process that's got to happen. And Mike Tyson did it. None of those other guys that you talked about there have done it. The process involves a lot of different steps. And again, one of these, one of these soups that takes a recipe. Time. True. It, and I even said it's True. Um, remorse uh, showing a showing of remorse i don't want to say has tyson ever done that? i don't oh absolutely has he absolutely yeah and, and again i'm not trying to say that he is remorseful i'm saying he has said the things that you're supposed to say okay i don't know what's in his heart yep but i do think that that's one of the things that people love about mike tyson is that he seems to be a different person now than he was when those things were happening he he se- we all knew when mike tyson did those things that Mike Tyson was a bad dude that was on the verge of doing horrible, like biting people's ears and and probably we're probably lucky. He didn't murder somebody at some point in time. Maybe. I mean, and I think what part of the story with Mike Tyson is, is that he's no longer that guy, that the guy that you would have been really afraid to approach and get a picture with 25 years ago, 35 years ago now, you're not afraid to do that anymore. He's a, he's a different guy because you've seen him in the public eye have this kind of metamorphosis into being introspective and and talking about the problems in his life and what made him so angry and and identifying that. Um, none of those other guys have done have had that experience in in, in the public light and, and honestly, maybe not had the opportunity like Mike Tyson did to constantly be able to show to the world that he was kind of reworking now, himself and reinventing. have himself. we
0: have we turned the page as a society where and the and the word for this i know exactly what why i'm, I'm asking you this question right back then there was no cancel culture call that a real thing or a fake thing it seems to be prevalent now we're inside it now cancel culture is a real thing you make an error People literally go on to Twitters and say, "Let's cancel this person. Yep. Let's let's ruin their life. Let's end it, etc." So the ones, you know, the bigger ones, the Weinstein's, the the Matt Lowers, the Kevin Spaceys, who used to be adored, right? Used to be a big deal in our society. Do they have any chance at redemption now that we're inside cancel culture?
1: Yes, uh, but the discretion on each one of those. I don't want to put a blanket on any of them yeah. on all those guys together. D- discretion because. First of all, the crime has to be something that can be forgiven, and it's got to be something that uh, uh, you can somehow make amends for, all right? Um, So, like, let's use some examples. Because the cancel culture, people have come out of it. Aziz Ansari has released stuff again. Mike Tyson's, a, I mean, Louis CK, Louis CK is coming back up around again. Uh, Kevin Hart, who got, who took a hit for a while, rebounded from that in a, in a got a, booted a, from hosting the Oscars. Right. For a tweet about gay people. Gay people I think, yeah, I think, something like that. Yep. Um, so you, you can do it. People, sometimes the society says, whoa, this is ridiculous. This was an overreaction to what these, these people did. And we're not going to allow them to be, Cancelled. Then there's the Michael Richards of the world, right? Where you you say the n-word multiple times on stage to black people, yeah. calling them that and screaming it the way he did. No time, no remorse. That that went way, way, way over the top. You don't get to come back. You, you the game's over yeah. for you. Yep. So I think again, man, it takes discretion. There's there, there's a way for people to get back. Matt Lauer, I think, is a great example. Because I think he's a total POS, man. Always did. Never liked that guy. Matt Lauer will be back. Yeah? I mean, oh yeah, yeah, because, I mean.
0: Part of me thinks, do they want to be, though? And I only could, say that, that because could be it too. Like, loaded. he's He's got his, yeah, right. Why would he even want to? That's a great point. Like, it, the desire must be so strong to be famous, to yeah, want to go back. Your ego would have to. Well, and that's the thing. Your ego's
1: taking a huge hit.
0: Like, Matt, just hang in the Hamptons, dude. Yeah, I think that's, I think that, you know, you'll be fine. Yep. Yeah. I think it's more likely that. Kevin Spacey, uh, Kevin that Spacey
1: I would too. Uh, Louis C.K., I think, is probably going to... Do
0: comedians have an easier route? Yes. Because comedians have can the... they joke about it?
1: They have the out of, it's comedy. Yeah, I love my comedian friends. Bill Blank is one of the guys I love to discuss stuff with the most because we disagree on a lot of things and we can do it passionately and, and, and still so love each other at the end. And uh, this is one of the things that he and I disagree vehemently on. Um, is that comics? I think way too often go to that card of whoa, this is my job, bro. Yeah. You know, I can. This is what I'm supposed to do, and you can't you can't take my livelihood away from me. Well, I agree with a lot of the sentiment there. I don't agree with the the really fine point of this gets
0: me out of yeah. any of the stuff that I said. Yeah, one of the ones that I think could have been canceled for a lot of things he said, and apparently has never been is Tosh. Tosh goes like those topics you're like you can't joke about that he does he jokes about them all yeah and and (laughs) that's a good point i think there's a reason for that
1: tosh was always that guy in fact when tosh first came on the scene i had several friends who were like dude that guy's gay my god no no i I don't think he is i think he actually really likes women and he's you know but I, i i think he jokes about it yeah To the point that it blurred the line, that a lot of people were like, "No, man, like watch him and listen to him. I think he's either gay or bisexual or something like that." He was always in that gray area. Okay, his his comedy was always hitting on both sides. So I think that gives you a bit of a pass, but it didn't. He, you know, he's he's done now. They're they're ending his show on comedy central and it is essentially because of the act yeah yeah essentially cancel culture is is part of the the issue but i think he's also you know i I think tosh is also smart to probably get out while the getting's good because he with that world right now with that act eventually you're gonna you're gonna slip up i going to go too far
0: i hate the phrase cancel culture and and i don't like the the aspect of it, like let's ruin people's lives. But I think it has awakened people a little bit more to the, the errors of other people, the sins of other people. And one thing that, that, that hit the uh, internet last week that I watched and I thought to myself, yuck <laughs> was the interview. And there were several, but one of the things was Dave Letterman, like David Letterman hit, hit the, oh,
1: the Lindsay Lohan hit, hit thing. the,
0: hit the cancel culture thing. Right. Yeah. Look at this creepy old man. That was yeah. the narrative. But this was an interview with Lindsay Lohan many, many years ago. And Dave was hammering her about her drug use and rehab and just would not let it go. She starts crying. Starts crying. And he, oh, I made you start crying or whatever. And everything's a joke And remember, she's
1: a 20. At that time, she's like a 20-something.
0: But I understood in the, the moment. Now, Dave would say, this is the show. This is what I do. This is comedy. Okay. But in that particular clip, in that scene... It, it appeared to me for the maybe the first time ever, okay? It appeared as a predatory older guy. I completely agree. picking with you. Like, on a young woman.
1: I had not seen it that way. I remember almost watching that um, almost I feel like I remember watching that episode when yeah. I saw that clip and I can and I'm, I went through that same thing that you did like, oh, I remember this. I can I can remember this being a thing. Oh this I don't remember it like this. Oh, I don't remember it going this far. Oh man, Dave, back away! Like, and even yeah. when he tries to joke, Letterman kind of has that p- p- pokey and twist. Almost thing a mean about, sense of humor yeah, at times. Yeah, it really did. Which I never saw. I always loved Letterman. I never liked bullies. I never liked Lindsay Lohan, and you felt bad for her. I did. In that I did, and I never once had felt bad
0: for Lindsay Lohan before. You know, that's a but time, right? Yeah, time right. shifted. Our perspective on that, so it's not
1: fair, Mark. It's we do it, and history does this, but it's not fair, dude. I we say this a lot. History is not going to be kind to any of us. Any of us. This podcast. This this the stuff that we've done on this show. Twenty five years from now, would will be appalling to people in some yeah. way a hundred years from now it will be unbelievably appalling <laughs> and that's why like whenever we come around to columbus day and i know we have some because we learned when we talked about rush last week that we have some pretty liberal listeners that don't really care for go away you know, not, but they just you know okay everybody's I, I'm not listening to you guys for for that purpose yeah. you're probably not going to like what i'm about to say here all right um, uh turn your radio down yeah this is the same thing that's happened to columbus when we get around to Columbus Day and all of a sudden Christopher Columbus is this huge racist who was an idiot, so dumb. Went, that he,
0: went from hero to racist piece of trash over the course of hundreds of years.
1: Went, really, went from hero to racist piece of trash in the last 25 years. Yeah. Hundreds of years after his life ended. Yeah, um, A guy that, I mean, when you really examine the life of Christopher Columbus, he was a pretty amazing guy. He was brave. Oh my goodness. Dude, can and you
0: imagine not knowing where you're going and sitting out on a ship right. Sm- across the ocean?
1: Smart <laughs> beyond parallel with ninety-nine point nine percent of the people that criticize him here today. He he wrote letters back to his bosses that were the kings and queens of England and said and and espoused the slave trade to them, to his bosses, the people that were paying his wages. Yeah. He said, Hey, you're you're good job keep doing what you're doing Mm -hmm. and that today is like oh my gosh is it is it bad absolutely
0: and today's light absolutely there you and it's not was it a different and i think what people need to understand it's not it's not excusing things exactly mark it's accepting the fact that things happen in their own time which held in the light of today's society will look terrible and we 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 all agree with that
1: we also do this thing where but it was a different time yes we take, the, we take the worst parts of what was happening in society and the best parts of what was happening in society, and we blanket everybody that was alive during that time. Look what we do with the Greatest Generation. Yeah, well, I mean we, we do this all that we do this we, we do this throughout history. So I what I tell people that want to trash on Christopher Columbus for being some idiot who didn't know that he landed in America thought he landed in India, the dummy, and that's why we still call these people Indians. What a stupid moron. Um, history is not going to be kind to you at all. And 100 years from now, your kids will look back at you, your, your ancestors will look back at you with that same twisted light if, you can, if we continue down this path. of They'll look back and go, oh my God, I cannot believe grandma and grandpa did blank. Owned slaves. You might you, you could look back on your own life and go, own slaves. Did your grandparents own slaves? Maybe not. Is everybody painted with that right now? Yep. So what is it right now? Is it abortion? Is 100, 500 years from now, they're going to look back at us and go, I cannot believe that my ancestors killed their babies. My wife and I have never had an abortion. I've tried to speak out against yeah. abortion on, on demand, that sort of thing in my life. Will I be judged by that through the, through the sc- scope of history? Probably. What about if it's even like eating meat? I can't <laughs> believe you guys ate animals. What were you thinking? Eating animals, burning fossil fuels. Fill in the blank. The number Pretty, of things, m- pretty much everything we do. Pretty much right everything now. we do. You, in, dro- you drove cars? And history is going to be looked back and go, I cannot believe that you guys would mine, that. Yeah, would mine rocks and sand and then mix it with water and make concrete just so that, you yeah. know what that
0: was doing to the earth? Yeah. Like, it's, Here, here's the thing, though, and, it, and I want people to be very clear that I'm not making a direct correlation between these. This is an example that's meant to be like, well, that's interesting and nothing more than that. There were people that owned slaves that at the time thought, this is normal. Uh, yes, this is. Nor- they weren't thinking I'm doing a terrible, terrible, terrible thing. They're right. thinking this is the way that we get our crops produced at a low cost, and you know, and there and was a cost because they had to feed them and, 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 and hor- all of that. And it's horrible now to look back and think. And, and of, think coo- that and of that's course what, it is. Yeah. Of course it is. But I think 200 years from now, those people might look back and and use your your meat example. I can't believe those barbarians ate Ke- meat. Kept, now, when I go to lunch today enough. and get a burger, right. I'm not thinking anything of it. Right now, I'm not comparing. Now, I want to be clear. I'm not comparing eating a burger to slavery. Okay, I'm just saying in those eras, people might have done things that they weren't thinking were terrible at the time. Doesn't excuse any part of slavery.
1: Let's use the, the best example that there is today for 50 or 100 years from today. Okay, and let's let's just assume a couple of things about global warming. Yeah. Let's assume that global warming is uh, is accelerating, and we're and I think that you know these are things that don't aren't necessarily assumptions. There are problems with the environment. Hundred years from now, how will they look back at Bernie Sanders? A hundred years from now, will Bernie Sanders be the guy that dedicated his life to fighting to change the world and to save the world, or will Bernie Sanders be seen as the guy that owned three homes that burned fossil fuels that flew jets all around the
0: world? Could It could go either way, honestly. But it's funny because 100 years, we're not around for that, Ross. We don't know. Uh, our kids probably aren't around for that. Um, but it's not so distant in the future either. No. I was just uh, reading something yesterday. The Navy sent a, a pizza box-sized satellite up into space that orbits the Earth every 90 minutes. And this satellite uses the 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 sun to generate energy and it can beam that energy anywhere on the planet i saw this okay and it's enough energy right now to power an ipad okay that's all that it's generating but the point is in the future they make these things much bigger so when houston is having an energy problem in the future they beam the energy they need from this thing to power houston right the future is beyond our comprehension at this point, right? A hundred years, 200 years from now, the stuff that we're doing, we're going to gas stations and putting gasoline yeah, yeah. into our cars. will be so far beyond like what they're doing at that point. But we have flying cars at a, at a certain point, we're like that's stupid. We're not going to have flying cars. I think we'll have autonomous vehicles, completely <laughs> autonomous vehicles that don't crash into each other. That maybe they zoom around in the air. I don't know. I mean, if they all work the same way, there's no reason to think that couldn't happen. Um, but we want to, you know, there won't be taxi cabs with drivers anymore. You'll press a, uh, we want phones, not the way we have them today. You'll press a button on your earlobe and a car will show up or a, or a spaceship will show up and they'll take you to wherever we go. 200 years into the future. I mean, it'll be ridiculous, Ross. And unfortunately, we're not here to see that. You know, I think we're starting to see, we're alive to see driverless cars, which is pretty happen. cool. Right? We're seeing it now.
1: Our grandkids might not drive a car.
0: There's a possibility of that. There really is a possibility of that. Or they've got... Remember how we thought hoverboards were so freaking cool in Back to the Future Part 2? Like, dude, we need to get one of those. And kids at that time thought, are these real? And we we were sad to learn, no, those aren't actually real.
1: Anti-gravity. Is it possible (laughs) that
0: they'll be real in the future? Yes. Some version of a hoverboard? Absolutely. bet your ass there's going to be that stuff. So times change and, and and the point going all the way back to letterman is I think we're foolish to judge people with today's standards for things that they did in the past it just doesn't you can't make sense
1: yep, yep. we got we have to stop doing that and uh otherwise we're all screwed we're all toast man
0: and we don't want to be screwed we want to nope. get screwed Ross. we don't want to be toast all right, don't judge us for anything we uh, said if you happen to catch this episode in 20 years. Not even this week. Don't, even, yeah, you, don't you, judge us this just week. Let it
1: go in one ear out the other. And by the that.
0: way, and we said this when we started, we're going to say it again, man, if you need to sell a house, call us because, uh, you know, Ross and I, will get rich off it. We'll make 2500 bucks, <laughs> But beyond that, man, your house will sell likely very quickly <laughs> and uh, we'd love to help you. Thanks for listening. Hopefully you learned something today. By the way, that documentary, uh, by the way, once again, in and of itself on Hulu. Check it out and get back to us. Another episode of Jump the Shark is in the books. Ross and I hope you had fun with us and we made your week a little better. If you love the show, you can help the show. Please subscribe to us wherever it is you listen to your podcast. You can also show some love by telling others about Charterhouse Real Estate. We have made it easy for you to talk about us by charging sellers a lot less commission. They will thank you for giving them our name. We truly appreciate your support and we will talk to you next week.